wild ride. So hang on, sis. Whether you're in a season of waiting in the wilderness or experiencing the beauty of the harvest, whether you're deep in disappointment or living in promises fulfilled, weeping in the valley or dancing on the hill, there is someone there ready to walk with you through it all. I'm your host, Carissa Wheeler, and you're invited to join me as my faith-filled guests share stories of redemption to inspire your heart to wait patiently, persist tenaciously, and hold on to an unwavering hand. Welcome to the Hang On Sis podcast. I'm your host, Carissa Wheeler, and today's guest is my friend, Genevieve Alvarez. When I think of people in my life who are faith-filled individuals on fire for Jesus, living on mission to further his kingdom, I think of Genevieve. She's a sign language interpreter and aspiring writer living in New York City, and she's also one of my spiritual sisters, a battle buddy, one who will hold my arms up. I'm too tired to hold them up myself. Genevieve and I were in the same church community in New York. We're in a small group together and really just got to do life with each other. We are also proud dog moms. Genevieve has a precious little boy, Yorkie, named Bailey. And I have a sweet but sassy little girl, Morky, named Chiros. And Bailey and Chiros are actually engaged to be married. Genevieve and I have arranged their marriage, and we are very excited to be doggy in-laws. And now that you have a full backstory on our friendship, here's our conversation. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, sweet friend. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited. I have Chiros right here with me. She's sending kisses to Bailey. And Bailey is laying down right <laughs> next to me, just Aww. waiting on his Chiros. So let's kick off, Genevieve. Let's do a recap of our Asbury trip. Asbury was breaking out. And John, who is our pastor in New York, posted about the revival, and I had all these other friends posting about the revival, and I was like, something in me, it was the Holy Spirit just prompting, he was like, you have to go. I couldn't think of anybody to go but Genevieve, it was like the the Holy Spirit literally just kept putting Genevieve on my mind and on my heart, and I think I texted you, I, was, I don't even remember how that went down. Guys, I go to bed at like 9.30, 10 o'clock. <laughs> So I'm dead asleep when she sends me this text message. So the fact that I woke up was clearly the Lord. You had like just texted, hey, have you heard about like what's going on in Asbury? So I just remember like texting back. I think it was like 12 a.m. or something. And I'm like, yeah, why? You trying to go? Everything was like booked within a day? Within a day. 
we had our flights and the car and I mean, literally like it was God lining it up and we then pushed it back a day because of bad storms that came through the Southeast. Yes. And that was just what happened. Like, I don't think I've ever experienced anything like a travel that easy. Gone so well. Right. Like, yeah. it was so, like, yes. We're just like trucking along, no rush. And like, we're worshiping in the car, just like talking about like dreams and like mm-hmm. our like, like what we want. And like, also like, just like our hope and like waiting for like our husbands. We get there and then we see this we're just like where do we go long line and then you were like I guess we just follow the people follow the crowd and I'm like I guess so so like we park and like we found a parking spot so quick which was a miracle right I have mentally prepared to like wait outside this building for three hours like I was totally we were ready it was so cold and we were we were ready we were warmed (laughs) warmed up (laughs) right we were just like you know what like we're in it like we've got to get in the room we've got to experience it this lady comes and is like if you're between the ages of 16 and 25 just go up front (laughs) and I think I looked at you and we just looked at each other We're like what and I'm pretty sure I almost bolted you just turned 26 and I turned 26 a month ago and so yes we were at the age cutoff and it was all God (laughs) we like waited maybe like 10 minutes, like just like having to go through like the proper, like, okay, people actually need to leave for you guys to get in. You could feel like the breath, like the breath of God emanating and just like his presence. That's how heaven's going to be. Like it was every tongue, every nation, every, like there were people there from all over the world and the energy in the room, it was like, everybody is there pouring out, their hearts to the Lord and experiencing this together. It was like we were truly one body. Like we were one body and like we were all in one accord and it was like truly like oh my goodness. Like like even like remembering like I like almost have tears because it's just like I miss it. I think that's just evidence that like this world is not our home. You're in this world but not of this world and that was like such a like one of those pillar moments of like oh no like I know why Jesus like truly is he is alive mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit is so real like heaven is real and like yes. truly like experiencing like the kingdom of heaven is upon us yeah and it pulls our hearts to to being eternity minded and like that's what we long for because that's how God has created us to long mm-hmm. for him to long to be with him it was really cool to witness that moment they needed someone who knew how to sign and you know how to sign talk a little bit about that and and that experience how that happened because if we had gone the day when we were going to go the day before we would have missed that and I feel like the Lord needed you there in that moment for this particular person for such a time as this you were an Esther I just know when there's like that call I don't really know how to explain it it's just like this it's discernment Um, it's discernment I felt like my eyes just like automatically just turned and I see hands moving and I'm like (gasps) Mm. like and for me like whenever I see that I'm like 
like automatically I just like drop everything and go. So I literally like once I saw that I was like, oh no, like I just got to leave my seat and go. So I was like, I need to find out like how to get down there. So I literally just like, I just like, I remember just like leaning over to you and I was like, I need to get down there. And like, you're like, I said, okay. go. <laughs> you're like, just go. Yes. So that I like left, I leave my seat and then I like find one of the ushers and I'm like, how do I get down there? I was like, I need to get down there. And I was like, how do I get to the deaf section? And she was like, the what? And I was like, the deaf, I was like, how do I get down there? And then she's like, okay, I think you just like, you just go down these stairs and then like, you'll see someone like, once you get down there and like, you could just like, it'll be fine. And I'm thinking like, I'm going to have to like go through security or something, but no, like I literally like found myself like over to the place I knew just because like growing up, like my parents are deaf. So like in church, like we had deaf ministry and like interpreters and like I interpreted for like my church, um, for for a for a moment so like I it's just so familiar to me and it's like home yeah so like literally like once I got there like I knew like I didn't know how long like the previous person was like interpreting for so I was just like do you need a break and he was like yeah uh go for it and I was like Mm -hmm. okay so then I just like relieved him because it is like a lot and like it's Mm -hmm. it's a lot but it's so beautiful and knowing like just like being able to share with those that need it. Literally. Yes. Like where we were seated was so divine because like, yes. literally like once I'm done, I get back up and then like we're nearing like towards the end of like the message and not even like, as if like there was like a sermon, but like we were nearing the end of like when we were going to be there. And this gentleman like stops you it's just like giving you what I felt like was like a 10 minute word. Cause you were sitting there for a while. We end up like walking out and I think we're both like in tears. You definitely were in tears. Yes. Um, I was squalling. And yes. And I just remember like walking out feeling so full and, and like, this is like something that like replays in my mind often is like this one guy who was standing in line and he's like, how was it? And we're like, it's great. And then he gives us a high five and he's like, take it with you. And I'm like, and I hold that in my heart. Cause I'm like, I don't ever want to forget. Revival can be wherever. Cause we have that same Holy spirit living within us. It's so much bigger than us. History is his story. I, I think about that all the time. Right. And we're just, we're just playing, playing a role in his story. Mm-hmm. Just talking about the vision of this podcast being a place where people can share stories that inspire. Mm -hmm. I mean, listening to that, I think that's an inspirational story. But is there another story from your life that can inspire our listeners? What keeps coming to mind is like obedience and just trusting like what the Lord has told you to do, even if it seems crazy. I was born and raised in New York, but my family had a house in New Jersey. So I did, I commuted into the city a lot, but like my life was here where like, I wasn't living here. And like, I knew like the Lord was calling me here where I did have the opportunity to move out on my own. And I told my parents that I did want to like move to New York, like independently. I just remember like getting a lot of like, no's. it's not a good idea. It's not wise. It's expensive you're going to be losing a lot of money and things like that. And I just remember having like 
a lot of moments with the Lord where I was just like, okay, like, I know this is what you're calling me to do. It didn't make sense. Like, that's just like what just keeps coming to mind. Like, it just, it made no sense for me to like Mm -hmm. move to New York and pay ridiculous amount of money in rent in like the smallest apartment possible. I just had to like, just obey God. All the other no's were just logic no's, but they weren't like faith no's. Like, I don't even know if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. Like they were just like all like speaking in fear and not faith. And like the one who said, yes, like she spoke in faith. And I was like, okay, like that's my language. Like I, we walk by faith and not by sight. And I just had this complete confidence in the Lord where I was just like, okay, like I know this is what you're calling me to do and it doesn't make sense. But like, if this is like what you're telling me, then I'm just going to do it. And as always, like, if the Lord is calling you to something, he's going to provide and he's going to open the doors. Let me tell you when the Lord redeems (laughs) and when you obey him, like he will make sure that like the people that spoke against you will speak praises. Yeah. Because like, I will say like every single person that called me crazy and said I was insane. Now that like, whenever they step foot, they're like, what? Like, this is like, what? And I'm like, literally only God. Blessing always follows obedience. And just because the Lord asks you to do something and you obey doesn't mean you're not going to have to walk through the valley. But that he's with you through that valley. Right. And there are small blessings are sometimes even big blessings in the valley that you don't see till you come out on the hill only God. And it's not just like you praising the Lord. It's like inevitably, like everyone around you was like, this is God. Like, this is so God. And it's like, if God gets the glory, that's like everything. I think, I think of that so many times in all the situations in life, especially a lot of the things that we've been walking in together over the last few months, but God just using those moments where we don't know why something's happening or what's actually happening. Um, Mm -hmm. He's, he's ultimately using it for our good and his glory. Like even like remembering, I'm like being reminded of like, God truly is so faithful. It's the Ebenezer's right. The Ebenezer's in life are the things that Mm -hmm. we can look back on as a testament to his goodness and his faithfulness and also reminders of why we can trust him. We can trust Mm -hmm. him because of what he's done for us and what he's currently doing. And that's how we have hope for tomorrow. What is the Lord teaching you in this current season that you're in? I feel like he's teaching me stillness. Like the other day, like I was listening to the song Defender. And like, there's this line where it's like, when all I did was bow down, when all I did was stay still just like stay still and be still. So I'm just like remembering that posture of like, like bowing before his throne and appreciating his presence and not needing to do something for him. Definitely like a go-getter. I'm like, if I'm not (laughs) doing something, I'm doing nothing. I need to be doing something. Um, And the Lord's like, you don't need to do anything for me. Like, be still and no. Yeah, I think that's, that's a hard thing, too. And we have, you and I both have 
so many dreams that the Lord has put on our heart. Mm-hmm. And we know that it's from him. And it's hard in a season of waiting because you're like, okay, God, like, when is, when is this going to happen? Waiting does not mean that you are sitting and just passively waiting. You are mm-hmm. being still and knowing. So like an internal or external being still and knowing that God is in control. He is sovereign and in his mm-hmm. timing, he will bring us everything that we need um, right. in, in his time. <laughs> and that's the that's the thing that we have to be willing to allow him to do. Like, it's not in our time, but it's in his time. Right. And it's like surrender. Well, for me, like, I have to acknowledge that I want to control mm-hmm. and I want to be God. Um, that's not my role. Um, right. Eve yeah. taking it into her own hands. Exactly. And it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't ever end well when we try to write our stories. No, throughout history, it does not. <laughs> no. And it's like remembering and like knowing I'm not, no, I'm not the author and finisher. Like God yes. is, um, I'm a partaker and like, I am like I'm his child and like he has a story for us and like he has mm-hmm. a story for me and like it's going to be a good story and I think for me I'm like afraid it's going to be a bad ending but like that's fear for um, your good and his glory for your good and his right. glory yes right and it's and yeah. honestly it's the spirit of fear that's like trying to be like god wouldn't Surely he wouldn't, but it's like, no, like right. he would. he's good and he is God and he is faithful and he is true. And he's yes. like all these things. Um, and that's why like, it's so like important to like know scripture and to like repeat those truths because like God does not give us a spirit of fear, but a power, love and a sound mind. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you're trying to control and manipulate something, you're not operating in power, love and a sound mind. You're operating. Right. Fear. And that's not of the Lord. That's a word. That truly is. I was like, thank you, Holy Spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so talk about a little bit more about, like, being in a season of waiting and that surrender of control. Like, what are some of the ways that you try to manipulate that control? And what are some ways that you surrender that control? I'm like, God, you're taking too long. So let me just, like, and I am not guarding dating apps I'm sure they I know they work well for people and like they are good for some people right but others not (laughs) right but for me a girl who's just like if I can make it happen in my timing I will like absolutely (laughs) um so that is like my heart posture going into these things Mm. I'm like god you're taking too long so let me just like scroll through and see like the maybes like maybe Mm. this is it maybe this is it maybe this is it but like my heart posture is so messed up because I'm like not trusting the Lord in that like I'm operating Mm. once again out of fear rather than faith yeah then I get like this overwhelming sense of conviction that the Lord is like you're not trusting me like you're literally being like Sarah right now like trying to just like make my word come to pass how you want it to come to pass I'll like try to like do things for God that like, oh, maybe if I get X, Y, and Z done, then that's when like, you'll release him. Like that's mm. when like, I'll finally- like, I'll, I'll meet if- Mr. Right. Right. Like, And he's like, no, 
it doesn't work like that. I surrender is like, honestly, I fast because I just got to like kill my flesh because it's the flesh that's acting in those ways. What I've been doing recently is like thanking God and being like, I'll be thankful for like, I'm not going to be one of those people like five great things because like, that's a lot, (laughs) Um, which like, there's so much to be grateful for, but practically I've started off with three. And as I go, then it'll like trickle down. But like practically I'll start off with three. And like, that's actually been really good because like, it makes me like remember like what's in front of me rather than like what's ahead. Mm. So I'm like, wow, I am so thankful that like the sun is out today and I'm thankful that it's summer and I'm thankful for my friends and I'm thankful for Bailey. So it's just like going through like that and being like, wow, like I have so much to be grateful for. And it kind of like removes that future forward thinking of living in my mind of like when is God and just remembering like I'm exactly like where the Lord wants me another form of surrender is just like being honest with the Lord about like what I'm feeling um Mm -hmm. because I have had moments where I just suppress it and I'm like let me just suppress this this desire because maybe if I suppress it like (laughs) it'll make things go faster um but that doesn't do anything because then I'm just right. now I'm just mad at God because I'm like, I can't even be honest with you about like what I'm feeling and like what I really want because I'm afraid that if I like tell you, then you're going to like withhold it longer. Um, so it's just like all like just ways that the enemy is like trying to like divide the mm. Lord and I in this like season of like wrestling. Satan knows the things that are going to make us doubt. And those right. are the areas that he will attack. And mm-hmm. yeah, so that's like knowing that and knowing how to combat that is mm-hmm. through the name of Jesus. Like, yes. Going back to like the Ebenezers, like I know there's going to be an Ebenezer. Like the waiting isn't going to be wasted. And I know looking back, it's going to be so good. Even as like hard as it is now, I know there's going to be a testimony where like another girl who is going to like be where where I'm at and where you're you're at yeah and be like if God could do it for them like he can do it for me if like my story can inspire one girl then the waiting is so worth it be overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and like Mm -hmm. Like, just, like, having that, like, no, like, God is faithful and he is exactly, like, who he says he is. Um, And we have so many more, we have so many moments to testify about that. But in specifically with that area, I can't wait to share that testimony. Like, that is, like, invite me next time on your podcast (laughs) when I have When you have the ring. Right. And I feel like it's just such a cliche, like, it truly is, like, the waiting will not be wasted. And, like, he will restore all the years. So at the end of every podcast, I'm going to be asking my guests to complete this sentence. So as my Mm -hmm. first official guest, I'm going to ask you to complete this sentence. Hang on, sis, because... What comes to mind is, like, hang on, sis, because God is faithful.
Hebrews 10.23 says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. My conversation with Genevieve reminded me of that scripture. You may not find yourself in a season of waiting today, but I do think that every person has something you're believing God for right now. As we remember our Ebenezer's, our stones that we can stack that represent God's faithfulness, my prayer is that your heart is encouraged by this conversation and that you can put down your AirPods knowing that the God who created the entire universe deeply cares about every single detail of your life. So be still, know, and hang on, sis, because he is faithful.